1: It's Matt from the direct-to-video connoisseur here. Thanks again for listening to the DTVC podcast. Before we jump in, I wanted to quickly let you know that my new novel, A Girl and a Gun, is available on Amazon now, both on Kindle and paperback. It follows Justin, a successful writer, who is passed as a scriptwriter for a fetish porn site, comes back to haunt him, and threatens to derail his career. As he's picking up the pieces, he gets an opportunity to make a movie called A Girl and a Gun with a rom-com star. Justin may have bitten off more than he can chew, though, because she's notoriously difficult to work with. If you're interested, you can find the link on our webpage, along with the link to my first novel, Chad and Accounting. If you have any questions, please reach out, and I thank you for the support. Now, on to the podcast. everyone welcome back to the direct to video connoisseur uh as always this is matt here and actually after i guess it's a brief hiatus in this case we've got uh ty and brett from the uh from conference reviews uh podcast insight welcome back guys
0: oh thank you for having us yes thanks again we're back once again this is our i think we are 20 appearances (laughs) i know wow i I just stopped counting oh yeah i lost count really
1: so interesting thing I went back and looked because this is the first time, I think, since October of 2020 that it's been more than one episode between appearances for you guys. Um, oh. So, hmm. so in this case, we've got, uh, you know, I did um, uh, No Retreat, No Surrender with uh, with um, Will from Exploding Helicopter. And then hmm. uh, Action USA with John Cross of uh, After Ruby Diner. And then, you know, you guys. So this and then we're the back. last time you guys were on. What did we do the last time? It was um was it Piper. It was the Piper.
0: It was oh, it was Roddy Piper. Wow. OK. Yeah
1: yeah so uh so oh it's been,
0: right yeah pay the piper right
1: <laughs> exactly. No, that was, I, I thought of it remember i remember the name after i had already yeah. put it up i was like oh pay the piper that was it that was the name
2: <laughs> i know that seems so long ago for some reason but yeah, yeah. I, I i know what you're saying it's it's been an interesting
0: gap by our standards yes, yeah. usually we're on here every week so it's just like <laughs> right
1: exactly right we're gonna do it at least at least every yeah at least once once a month and so yeah i think the way it's going to work out with the podcast, um, so we're recording this one in January, but it's going to air in February. So, in mm. a way, we've been uh, we've been doing calls once a month. But um, it, for for everybody listening, they're going to see it as like, wow, it's, it's been over a month since you guys came in.
2: Yeah. Well, I I, <laughs> I know we've been keeping people in a lot of suspense, and we're sorry about that. You know, I just we don't mean <laughs> to put you in any sort of emotional distress <laughs> or pain, but uh, we well, are all back together now, so back. I think we can just kick back and relax and talk about a very important subject. that's coming up
0: yes for sure which
2: i don't i'll you're the host i'll let you deliver what that is if people don't know but this is you know it's kind of a corollary to an episode we've done together before on our show um and uh well i'll just fine i'll just say it meatheads
0: yeah right (laughs) it's it's a correlation
1: to the one you guys did on meatheads and then the one that we did on this show called the other guys um yeah
0: it's 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 a combo in a way yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a continuum you might say a continuum yeah yes. so, <laughs> and,
1: and one thing that's interesting is um
0: you, you think know, a meathead would know that word
2: <laughs> <you> know? <laughs> well that's a philosophical question but it's a yeah. continuum of meat you know it's yeah, like yeah. a a river <laughs> a river of meat
1: yeah yeah and one thing is interesting i don't i don't i don't like to think that like downloads are like the sole like you know like rubric upon which you know you judge the success or failure of a podcast episode but i will say like from the ones that you guys you know you guys have been on um that other guy's podcast was actually like the fifth you know most downloads um wow great. well yeah. thank you everybody yeah, yeah. Yes. wow S- surprisingly <laughs> the number one was ginty that one oh was that's great yes he outdid dolph um which it's, it's hard for any uh episode to outdo a dolph episode but ginty there's a there's a there's a market for Ginty out there.
2: Well, I was just gonna say that. I think I might have an explanation for that because I think people are hungry to hear something about Ginty. You know, <laughs> Ginty, think, B, like, oh, of course. Talking too. About Ginty. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I think people want to hear that. So that makes sense to me that people downloaded that one a lot. They're like, oh, they're talking about Ginty. Like, no one talks about Ginty. I want to hear this. Yeah. You know, I think that that makes sense.
0: And we're... you know, we did unsung Dolph. We did that on your show, right? Yeah. You no, know, I. I wish I remembered. Maybe I'll have to re-listen to it to see what the list was. Maybe we can do that again, you know, maybe in the future. Ooh, Unsung like, Dolph Part 2? Yeah, Part 2, yeah. Because right. yeah. that was a big hit, because we all were doing the Dolph impressions. And, you
1: know,
0: <laughs> right. You know, and yeah.
1: there's so much Dolph out there. That's the thing, yeah. is it's like, you know.
0: Welcome to Dolph cast.
2: Like, well, there already is a a very you know. Oh yeah, I must well, break you. That is right. a golf podcast.
0: Yeah, it was a podcast. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, we so don't want to ride their coattails, but however, no. you know, we have plenty to say about Dolph, and I do think a part two might make sense because Matt, you're right. He how he's continually working and always making new stuff, and his catalog is pretty deep. How could we yeah. really do just one podcast about yeah. the unsung Dolph? We might have to do another one. Yeah. Happy to do it.
0: Yeah, I'm very he, happy to do it. it. <laughs> 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 he's the only
1: one who is in the 60 club on the site. So he's the only one who had 60 um, films uh, tagged out. Uh, Gary Daniels has 50, but mm. Dolph, Dolph is going to be the only one, I think, that um, unless, uh, yeah, I would say he's probably the only person, unless we do like a, a, a kid and just do a bunch of The kids' posts, who has as many tags as his age, um, on the site. So, uh,
0: well, this is your chance to watch Pups Alone before we do it again. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I know.
1: know. You said two had Pups Alone and Castle Falls. So uh, I,
0: I hear Castle Falls is good, or that's what I've hear. You know. Yeah, I heard Scott Atkins, Mm -hmm. the Scott. <laughs> I think right. on this podcast, if we say Scott,
2: I think people know yeah. we're talking about Scott Atkins. Yeah. But who knows? <laughs> right. Oh, like Gary. Right. Like we just say Gary, yeah. don't people yeah. know we're talking about Gary Daniels?
0: Right. Yeah, and Dolph is you know Dolph, but it's yeah. like <laughs> it's an original. And Richard name, is yeah.
2: clearly Richard Norton.
0: So. Did you know it? yeah. And Cynthia is Robert. <laughs> well, Cynthia, of course.
1: Cynthia, Yeah, you have sort of Don. Yeah, yeah,
0: Don, yeah.
1: Yeah, or the dragon. yeah Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I was, you know, it's funny because we were talking about like what we would do for, an, you know, more like top fives because we're starting to run low. And um, I think we talked about about Scott. And um, the problem is, I think, is that, <laughs> that, you know, we would do the podcast. and By Scott. the time we do the podcast and then we release it, he put out like five more movies and it's like, oh, is our list? You know, we'd have to like really make it a point of being like. This is from this date that we're doing yeah, yeah. this podcast. So any other movies that Atkins releases between now and then, you know, will not have been included.
2: <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, he's a working actor and, you know, how it is in the DTV world. People like Bruce Willis and Nicolas Cage oh, come out with like man. five, six movies a year now. So we I think podcasts like ours should it should be like Nicolas Cage update for this couple months, you know, like do, do like update podcasts. you know, something like that.
0: Right. Well, that, we we really uh, shumped it up in the last one. We shemped it up, yeah. Yeah, so maybe... Well, I'm happy to make fun of that forever, but it's just... I mean, it's a small shemp break, I guess.
2: Yeah, I mean, you don't want to run that shemp into the ground. However, yeah. if you look up Bruce Willis, you there's always a new movie coming out, yeah. just like Nicolas
0: Cage. Mm-hmm. It never ends. You go to Best Buy, you might be in a steelbook. You know? Right. <laughs> steelbook, <laughs> that's my exclusive. Out of death in the steelbook. You
1: know? yeah. <laughs> well, because that's the thing, is it like... I think we have this mindset of like, okay, we're, we're done with these, these Willis, like, you know, sleepwalk fests, shemp fests, you know, it's like they're, they're crass. They're like this kind of assembly line, like cynical approach to movie making. But there are a lot of people I think in like kind of the review um, world that like the idea of those, because you can sort of, you know, post a picture on Twitter with, you know, Willis's face and it's going to get traction. Um, It's like his, his name still has that kind of value to it. And, um, you know, I don't know when the tipping point is.
2: Well, I'd say for how long? Because I was talking about this with Ty off air. It's like, yeah. are we going to reach Bruce Willis fatigue? Like, is there going to be like a Bruce Willis saturation point where if you keep hammering Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis over and over, could that have an end point where people just really just that, that name doesn't mean as much as it used to?
0: Because yeah. I think it does. It, it's lost its cachet a little bit because he's making all these garbages. So it's like, like, oh, right, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis,
2: another Bruce Willis. Another another
0: one? I mean, yeah, for the review community, it
2: might be good. But for the general public, uh, I don't know. I I think it might be losing its luster just a tad, just simply due to oversaturation. If he didn't do so many, then, you know, he's flooding the market with his own stuff.
0: See, that's the thing. If you go to Redbox right now, it's all Bruce Willis movies. Yeah, probably. Yeah. These are
2: all the choices you have. That's it. Well, it's good to see Grindstone Entertainment is doing so well.
0: Yeah. You put him on set for a day, maybe even half a day now. Right. Well, that's so he's he's able to do hour. so many
2: movies a year. No, he's there yeah. for like a day or two, and then, of course, he's doing six movies a year because, yeah. and he probably works six days a year.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: well, well, Sean true. Malloy from uh, I Must Break This Podcast because we we did this episode on Precious Cargo and we were talking about this whole like Willis <laughs> thing, and he he was watching a uh, a trailer for one of the other ones. He's like, he seems like he's barely opening his eyes. Like, like he <laughs> he was actually like thinking we need to do a wellness check on on Willis. He was he was likening it to like Bella Lugosi with Ed Wood where it's like just prop them up and get the scenes done. And um I mean, would you put it past like the grindstone entertainment guys to like just no. sort of like, you know, get enough whatever in his system to do the the the, the couple scenes he needs and call it good.
2: Bruce Wellness. I think Bruce, it's Bruce Wellness. Wellness. Yeah, I like, I like <laughs> Bruce,
0: Bruce Wellness. Yeah, it's his name now Bruce Wellness.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it's true. I mean, before I mean, I think he started off like acting, then less acting, then less acting, then not opening his mouth. Now he's gone to not opening his eyes. That's like what
1: he's saying. yeah, I, yeah. In the trailer, if you watch the trailer, he was he was right. Like if you watch it, there are scenes where it's like it, he's barely. You know, it's like he, he you know, it. it and, and I guess it's like one of those things where it's like you know, like you were saying, it's like what is the tipping point? And um, yeah, I mean, I think like that podcast that when I when I reviewed Precious Cargo that that podcast episode got a big bump and I think it's possible because we kind of dealt with it from that fatigue standpoint of like, Mm -hmm. you know, this, this whole thing is just so cynical compared to, you know, like we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about movies today, especially like some PM entertainment movies where they were made with a, a. Maybe there is a cynicism to the way those movies were made, but they were made in a way that it was like, let's give the, the audience the most bang for their buck. Kind yeah, of I way. don't.
2: I, if you think they're made cynically, you're going to have to make your case because I don't think they were just because it seems like they were made with so much heart and soul right. and, exactly. and danger, like right. at people at actual personal risk.
1: Right, I, exactly.
2: I don't yeah. think you can do that cynically. I think you have to do that for the love. I mean, of course, these companies want to make money, of course, but so does right. every
0: company. So, you know.
1: Yeah, it's, there's not really the assembly line approach that these Willis movies
2: have, right? No, or I don't think so. Like, no. You know, just no, just...
0: no. Because Bruce was actually sleepwalking now. He was, like, yeah, he's sleepwalking. <laughs> no, he really is now. He's just sleepwalking. They just film him sleepwalking. It's just yeah. like <laughs> he's just getting a sandwich from the refrigerator on set. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a sandwich? Still sleeping though, and that's that's his line too. Right. Like, we... <laughs> just i'm was getting, getting my sandwich yeah yeah he's yeah. yeah, getting my sandwich and he leaves and, and and a shimp did it too like a shimp did the faraway shot as usual and well, then whatever
2: dead. movie that is will be heavily touted as having a, yeah. a bruce willis appearance like in huge yeah. letters with a huge bruce willis face
0: because every every new one is like he's like a cop and he has like a badge on his on his like lapel or whatever like, he's like he's a he's cop in this on. one yeah well, it's I'm like sorry, Midnight no. in the
2: Switchgrass, the one yeah, I watched has, recently.
0: He has a he has the cop badge, yeah, in, on the picture. So it's like he has some other one. It's like Gasoline Alley. It's coming out soon, right, yes. which I really hope most... is
2: the the long-awaited film adaptation of the longest-running, not funny comic strip in newspaper history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: no but that's the one i think that, that's the one i think if i'm remembering right that he's he, he doesn't open his eyes as
2: much oh, oh yeah. that's gasoline alley. okay i think that's <laughs> like the trailer
0: at least. <laughs> yeah. okay i'll look up the gasoline alley trailer like another one but all right i'll watch it and i think since other like it's like american siege or something. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> no but this is a serious question is yeah. gasoline alley based on the comic strip i don't think I don't so. it is i don't think no, i don't think
0: so oh no. okay I mean, I mean,
1: one of the mo- one of the movies is called Out Out of Kill. So I mean, out of death, right? out of death, out of death, right? Not out yeah. of kill,
2: out of death. Well, that will be Segal movie. it will be yeah, called Out of
1: Kill.
0: kill. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, he, don't forget that Bruce made Hard Kill. So
1: it's like, <laughs> right? Hard Kill, Out of Death. It's like yeah. So so th- the word so hard
0: much... has to be
2: in there somewhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: right.
2: it's not a reference to anything else. No, Die of Night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's gonna be the next one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, at least this is gasoline alley. I don't. Think... Right. Go ahead.
2: Because while you look that up, you know, talking about Midnight and Switchgrass, maybe they they wanted to find a co-star that didn't upstage him, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they got Megan Fox. Yeah, and, and... <laughs> it is kind of a flat line <laughs> in that department. But that's why they got that other guy who was really good in the movie. Um, in the I can't. Think of Yes, yes, Emile Hirsch, who was genuinely yeah. good in the movie. But the two leads, which were Megan Fox and Bruce Willis, hmm, <laughs> I don't
0: know. It's very flat, you know. Well, there's always
1: that younger guy who does the— um,
0: With the heavy lifting.
1: The heavy lifting, right. Like that Precious Cargo one, it was Mark Paul Gosselaar, which— um.
0: Well, I, Zach I, Morris can do anything, you
1: know. Right, exactly,
2: yeah.
1: So, I'm not you know seeing anything about this being based off the... Um, <laughs> so
2: okay, not. I just just making sure. I mean, I'm, I'm just asking questions here.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's, you know it's like the same, like, bluish, like, grayish suit with no tie. Yes, 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 yes. I'm just, like, seeing like, that, that refrigerator <laughs> scene you talk about. I just see, like, him, like, the chef yeah. walking up in that suit to open the yep. refrigerator. Yeah. And then yeah. you cut to the refrigerator opening with the light going on Willis's yep. face. And then another shot of the Shemp looking for something in the refrigerator. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. The far back shot.
2: (laughs) Right, exactly. The back of of his bald head. Exactly. (laughs) Which could be Michael Chiklis. You know, we don't know.
0: Ten minutes gone, it looked exactly the same. On the cover, yeah. like, uh, I can't tell who's who there.
2: It's like, do you have to have two bald, like, middle-aged men that look almost exactly the same? Like, could you have not like, cast someone else?
0: And they don't you know? even play brothers or anything. I know.
2: They're just two different characters. It's yeah. crazy.
1: Yeah. It's genius, right? Because you can do anything you want with those scenes, and you don't, you know, um,
2: continuity. I thought it was just... okay, because Chickles carried
1: it,
0: you know. It,
2: yeah, but you know, Chickless, he does, you know, that what I call Chickless face, you know, where he yeah. acts like really surprised and he kind of bugs out his eyes. Yeah. Like he widens his eyes. So you, they're like, you see a lot of the white around his eyes and he opens his mouth. And, oh, oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, ten minutes yeah. Like, oh, it's him and it's gone now.
2: And when he's angry, when he's scared, when he's apprehensive, he does that Chickless face, which we all love and enjoy. I'm not making fun. Right. I love Chickless, but that's it's something I've noticed that he does.
1: Yeah, he made it, quite a turn, right? Because Kamish was almost like a Belushi, at, Jim Belushi as right. like, you know, kind of almost comedic, like, like offbeat cop thing. Yes,
2: exactly. It was like the cop version of, like, a Northern Exposure. It was like a dramedy kind of thing.
0: It was okay. And then he made that show uh, (laughs) Daddy-O,
2: and then, (laughs) which everyone remembers, then he went right to the Shield, where I think he wanted to shed his commish image, you know, where the commish was kind of hapless and somewhat bumbling, and then, obviously, Vic Mackey was not that at all, so he, 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 you know, switched over.
0: Yeah. See, what if for Precious Cargo 2, if they make that, um, <laughs> they can maybe get Zach Morris, he'll uh-huh. be back, and they could finally get Patrick Muldoon. And it it'll finally be Zach Morris versus <laughs> Jeff from Saved <laughs> by the Bell. And it's like, it's the showdown we've always wanted. So we've been waiting for this. And yeah. Muldoon's doing these things with Bruce Willis, I think. Yeah. Well, so it is it is a little surprising
2: that because, you know, Goslar and Muldoon haven't crossed paths and post again. Yeah. again, I'm saying post yeah. Save yeah. by the Bell.
0: I mean, that's it's perfect. Right? That would be so great. They're
2: both in that same world, you know. They're doing DTV, yeah. you know. They're doing yeah. Willis movies.
1: This is perfect. Yeah, Muldoon. The thing about Muldoon for me <laughs> is that I would love to see him have the showdown with Mark Paul Gossler, But my yeah. all-time favorite was um, is it *Rage on Honor* two, where yes. Richard Norton just beats the crap out of him. Yeah, that was great. It, yeah, we
0: just I, talked about that. Yeah, in our last it, episode. And *Black Cat Run* wasn't that Muldoon? *Black Cat Run* was good. Yes. Um, there's been some um, other ones.
2: But see, here here could be the plot. It could be, you know, the two guys have a long standing rivalry, so they have, like, a, a much-hyped punch-fighting match. And Bruce Willis yeah. could be, like, the coach. Or not the coach, like, the ref. Or the guy, you know, he's in the ring, I guess. He, yeah, he's the, the ref. Would,
0: would, would Bruce wear, like, this, you know, the white and black striped shirt? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess he, yeah, he would. And that way he could not be in it that much. and Yeah. Then, you can get Mills Lane to do the faraway shots. <laughs> hey, is Mills
2: Lane still alive? <laughs> to me, he is. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> <To> so <then, laughs> um, so <laughs> we're supposed to talk about. That's man. enough to be
2: cast in a movie, is if in your heart that he's still alive. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
2: but yeah, so then you could have Muldoon and Goslar like punching each other and kicking.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah it's I it's actually think plausible. The, we need. We, yeah, I think I, I feel like this. This, you know, these are things that like. That that Roland, I think the guy's name is Roland Emmett, who creates these these movies, the producer.
2: Oh, um, Emmett Furla Productions.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he's the Emmett in Emmett. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah he, I've seen that credit many
1: times. That, of late.
0: Oh, Randall Emmett. Right.
1: I I almost feel like yeah. what we're coming up with is even like kind of like. Too off the the assembly line approach that he wants, where it's like you you guys are giving me too much. Maybe it's like you know, like, you <laughs>
2: our know. ideas are too good for random.
1: Right? Right. <laughs> he he would want Muldoon and Gosler as competing thieves who yeah, have to team up to get a big score against <laughs> right. Willis. that's Except,
0: yeah, that I can see that actually. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah precious yeah. cargo too. So it's like, yeah, no, yeah. that that is like the type of movie they do. I can totally yeah. see that. Yeah. It, it,
1: it just can't be heisty enough. It has to be heisty. It has to be, or it has to be like, like DEA-ish. It's got to be. Well, not like Marauders.
2: we are kind of yeah, talking yeah. about Marauders.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This
0: is becoming it's, the it's, Bruce Willis podcast. Yeah, they again. were talking a lot it's about like, Bruce Willis. we got to yeah. talk about Evan Lurie and uh, Malibu. Yeah. That's our thing. Well,
1: before we get into that, Ty, <laughs> I don't know ahead. if you wanted to uh, do a quick callback. Well, to, um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, with us on your show or our show? We talk about Adam Durwitz and Counting Crows. It's the quickest story ever. Yeah, you know, I heard on, I heard on the radio. I was like, "Oh no, I just turned it off." It's like, <laughs> it's like the song Wait, you so mentioned.
2: You, you wanted to like,
0: break into this scintillating it, discussion what. about Bruce Willis to talk
2: about how you heard a Counting Crows song on the radio and you turned it off. That's it. D- well, th- I told you it was a quick story. No. I mean, I, <laughs> okay, so that's your follow-up. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was the follow-up. I mean, like I heard I heard Mr. Jones like, oh, "Okay, that's it. I'm done." It's like boop. <laughs> like that was the Counting Crows update. It really wasn't much. I know. <laughs> i laugh okay moving on
2: to, um yeah. well, <laughs> so, so 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 yeah <laughs> totally
0: wasn't oh. much man <laughs> no, this is perfect well no, we you were right
1: be, <laughs> definitely good for us we could definitely you know jump right into this because i think
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: one of the things was you know again i was i was saying how like above you know among the episodes when you guys were on that um that um how was i going to say that that the other guys podcast did really well you know i think it was uh, um mm. You know, it, I think it was one of those things, and I think maybe kind of going back to the Willis thing, just ever so slightly, exactly. I do think there is a mark for people who kind of want to get back. Either, they're kind of like either they want to get back to 80s and 90s stuff and either find out where they can see it or just, just you know, maybe explore ones they haven't seen before. Um, I think that seems to be a really big one. It seems like people are like, oh, I haven't seen, you know, it's like I posted a bad business, a.k.a. more mercy uh, uh, oh, yesterday. Oh, you watched that, huh? i did i finally got a chance to see it i, I just posted it. i was like let's get up there and people were like oh that's interesting i've never you know because it's an albert it's like a weird quirk in the in albert pion and jim winorski's filmography because pion started it and then winorski finished it and um i can't find why like you know was pion fired was he
2: did he quit you know or well there is recycled the footage there is recycled footage Ty, yeah. what's the, movie, the, from the weather-
0: movie called final examination final of, yeah brent right
2: which right, was a so, Fred Olin
1: Ray movie, um yeah. Winorski's buddy. So it's like again was was and, and Pion is, is listed as a producer on that. So it's like, you know, same thing. Yeah, was was he taking that yeah, We to do watched that, movie
0: that last year
2: and Master P and he's not at that much. They, like they just like cut occasionally to him in like a room like,
0: and was Vegas. Doing this.
1: Same with bad business. It's a it's a phone yeah. in sit down role. Well that's yeah. something oh, no, in
0: bad business. No. Oh yeah, he's not in final examination, master.
1: Oh, okay. He's not oh, okay. And then, but they put his <laughs>
2: face kind of like front and center on the box art. It's like, yeah. is Master P that much of a draw that they had to like almost shoehorn in these like scenes where he's just in like one office building, like on the phone, like occasionally we will cut back to him? It's more about like Brent Huff and Tracy Bingham on the case. Yeah. You know? And
0: he's wearing his classic uh, Hawaiian shirt, Brent Huff. <laughs> it's, uh, and so is Tracy Bingham. Yeah. They're both wearing these Hawaiian shirt outfits. And just like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's a very ridiculous movie, as you know, because you watched it. So. Right. because well, I think, I do think
1: there's a thing where people are like, man, these like Bruce Willis, DT, you know, modern DTV flicks that are just made with this like complete, you know, assembly line cynicism. Like, it's almost like, man, I'll take a bad business. <laughs> and, it's like, and that's saying something like, wow, right? that's, <laughs> a, that's a,
2: rough
0: that's a new was. low. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, doesn't no any lower. Yeah. Uh, we would thought that
2: bad business was sort of like the end of the line, but no, it is not. Now people are actually nostalgic for bad business.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think there is. is <laughs> crazy. Not, that's not good. I mean, that, I mean <laughs> or maybe it is good. You know I what? think we
2: have reached Willis fatigue, if that's the case. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> oh, we Are going back to bad, bad business now?
1: <laughs> well, because I was feeling that. I'm watching the movie and I'm like – you know, like, like the movie starts, Bad Business starts with like, it's, it's, it's supposed to be a strip club, but really it's a theater, like an auditorium yes, where you yes. your play. <laughs> yeah. And like the strippers are on the stage, which again, technically they're on a stage in a strip club as well. But like the guys are sitting in those like, you know, those chairs that like the, that you fold the seat, you, you yeah. push the seat <laughs> down to sit in. And it's like there's it's like and, and then like their, their dressing room is just a restaurant bathroom. Um yeah. And it's like in one of the stalls is where the killer comes with the plastic bag to kill the woman in the first scene or the opening, you know, sequences. It's like, like, oh,
0: the killer's after me. Right. It's like,
1: like, what is going on? It's like, oh yeah, this this theater auditorium seat is empty. So that means the killer is is on the loose. It's like... (laughs) Yeah, you're, and, and I'm like, what is what is happening here? And of course, like the guy we think is the killer has like he's like this blonde guy with a ponytail and a yes. and a soul <laughs> he's patch, a, which a
0: himbo guy. He's yeah. a himbo,
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, which, to be honest, if I ever saw a man with a ponytail in a and a soul patch, I'd move in the other direction. He'd be my first suspect in a murder too. So it worked in like <laughs> the, the murder she wrote kind of sense of like getting you off track and thinking somebody else is the killer, um which in itself is kind of funny, right? That you're thinking back to the early, you know late '90s, early 2000s, and you're like, yeah, what would killer look like he'd be a sleazy guy with a ponytail and a a soul patch um
0: i I wish master p was okay spoiler alert for the movie he's not the killer master p right well but he can't be the killer because he's on the phone in a different state i know but i wish the
2: audience knows he's not the killer i that's i I don't i feel like like that's safe and not okay
0: because it's just if he was the killer that'd be a little bit more fun and i think it would be like Cool to see that, but he always says, "Well, don't tell people who are dying for God's sakes." Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, mean, I think that's his line for God's sakes for, for yeah. God's sakes.
1: <laughs> and then like Tracy's like Tracy Biggs like, "I'm gonna try to solve this case," and he's like, "All right, man, we'll let her do it." And it's like, okay. And then like, and then like, because then she was like questioning the um the ponytail guy because I guess he's like a a high roller like he spends a lot of money at the hotel. He's like, "What's she doing harassing the you know? She needs to run this stuff by me."
2: And it's like, "Run it by you, like you're."
0: Like Las Vegas, maybe. I think he might be in Las Vegas. And And their like investigation was
2: in like was it like Hawaii? Hawaii. But
1: it was shot in Hawaii, which made it even better. (laughs) Yeah. So so, so, Ron, my 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 long point that I was making, I guess, is that like I think this this episode we're doing here on two sort of other guy kind of luminaries from that late eighties, early nineties period. Um Evan Laurie in Malibu. I do feel like there's a, an appetite for this kind of thing now with the COVID-19 absolutely.
2: I, I I think day by day this appet the appetite's growing. I mean, I really think you're right about that.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, I think the genesis for this episode came just in us just talking about Malibu a lot on on the podcast. Um, and for people who don't know who Malibu is, he's a bodybuilder from the you know early '90s. I mean, he's he's pretty much like when you think. If you were doing a, sh- a movie in the early 90s and you took a walk on, like, Venice Beach, you know, there's a scene that was on Venice Beach, Malibu would be there, right, with the, the mullet, with the ponytail, the dangling earring, the shirts that are ripped so that, you know, because his, his neck is so big he can't fit into a regular shirt. <laughs> Malibu is, like, all of that kind of stuff, whereas... Evan Lurie's a little different, right? Evan Lurie's like kind of a cross between those two, right? He's like, uh, he's he's almost like he could, he could almost be a, 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 an action lead, but not
0: quite. Um, he's like the perfect um, but, meathead extra, you know, like supporting.
2: Exactly. Well, there's sort of like darkness and light, you know? It's like Malibu yes. has like the blonde hair and it's sort of, I don't know where he's originally from, but he seems more like a California dude where um, Evan Lurie is darker, you know, has dark hair and has more of like that's why i think he played a lot of bad guys because he looks kind of more menacing almost like he could be from like new york it's almost like a new york la thing you know
1: yeah I mean, I'm, I'm assuming malibu is from that area if that's why he, but who knows that, you know, don't know. We, we don't know where they got their names from on on american gladiators
2: if they, you know. maybe someone called him malibu maybe someone said to him hey malibu you know hey, i mean maybe said, yeah it's someone like, else
0: called him that we don't know Like you're like you're malibu right like no you're malibu it's
2: like,
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> The, well, his real
2: name to... is Duran is McBee,
0: right? So yeah, that's, yes. that's correct.
2: So, I mean, yeah. that's a perfectly great name for the DTV world on its own, you know?
0: Yeah. Do you want to start with Malibu McBee, just... or do you want to do Evan <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll, do, one,
1: we'll do McBee, and so just to give okay. people an idea of the format, because we're doing two guys, we're doing two top threes, um, as opposed to a top five and a top five, um, so it kind of comes up to roughly the same number, right? It's like six yeah. instead of five, I guess. That works. Yeah, yeah fine. Yeah, so do you want to do your first uh, number three for Deron
2: McBee?
0: Okay, I have Enter the Blood Ring. Now, uh, this is
2: kind of an obscure movie. A lot yeah. of people
0: might not have seen this.
2: Yeah, I haven't, so this is okay. just good. But it's, a, but it's a good showcase for Malibu. So yeah, if people can see it, it they should see it.
0: I think uh, it's on YouTube. Last week we checked, that was a couple of years ago, but it's like a punch-fighting movie, you know, underground fighting. Robert Zadar is also in it. And, you know, and,
2: yeah. go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say I think it was put up by the same people that did um was it broken bars, yeah. Benjamin Cobby.
0: Yeah, I mean, Benjamin co- Cobby. A guy, might yeah, have Cobby. Been. There's a there's an actor named Benjamin Cobby, Matt. I mean, he's another <laughs> kind of like a meatheady type of dude. Right. So, <laughs> and, the, and
2: and this um this co- production company um that that he was kind of like their guy and but they didn't get a lot of distribution. And, yeah, you know, there's not a lot of penetration into the marketplace. There's a broken bars and Enter the Blood Ring. I don't think a lot of video stores had those. Um, but, you know, there were entries into that 90s canon of punching.
0: Uh, yeah. And <laughs> um, Malibu yeah. does some punching. And there's like a like a documentary crew also hanging around in the movie, too. I right. Where... They're like
2: filming the underground world of punch fighting. <laughs> yeah. So there'll be and like an have... occasional like black and white shot of a guy talking to the camera.
0: It's like, I'm you know, going to get him. Of... I'm a good fighter. And that's like, you know, Malibu does like I'm, I'm the best.
1: Yeah, Um, it's so I I'm just kind of looking it up because I'm kind of curious about it. I mean, I mean, the fact that it's the Dar and and um and Malibu, so 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 it's it's still got a good amount of Malibu, is what you're saying, even if it's if um, it's
0: yeah, it's not bad. It's a fair amount.
2: I would like more. Yeah. You know, I mean he's get, he is a supporting character to, to be fair, but yeah. it's a it, what what Malibu you get is good Malibu. Yeah, right, which is what
1: you need. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, I think it's, that's one of the things that, that might be a, a theme running through this this list, the Darren McBee list or the, the Malibu list, is that there there might not always be like a starring role for him, but it's like what you get really enhances the film.
2: Absolutely, And I think that's why we're talking about him today. It's like when Malibu shows up, it's like, oh, you know, your, your eyes and ears kind of perk up. You know, it's like, oh, so, you know, because that means something colorful is happening, something fun is happening. Um, so, <laughs> right. you know, instead of something boring. So, yes, he, <laughs> he he should have gotten more starring roles or bigger roles. But what, what you get is always it's like it's spice. It's like a flavor when you're making a, a stew or something, you know. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. He's, he's, he's quite the flavor enhancer. for
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> what's your number three Matt
1: so my number three is resort to kill aka immortal combat oh yes, um, yes I think it's it's
2: weird. great <laughs> cummerbund <laughs> It, yeah, that's, wow, it's I about to say that. <laughs> bun.
1: I think that's yeah. what gets him into number three on that. um <laughs> yeah. it, it is possible, though, if I had seen Enter the Blood Ring, that that might have been my number three. So that that's that probably is a good caveat for people well, that. Um, no, th- with,
0: your choice is good because I don't have a Mortal Kombat. Uh, that no, is a perfectly good number. No, it is yeah. a perfectly
2: good number three, and maybe like as an update, you could watch Enter the Blood Ring and sometime yeah. in the next like couple weeks or months, and then you could yeah. report back.
1: Yeah, uh, I gotta do do like a, an addendum the next time we do a podcast yes. episode
2: together. Now, but. now correct me is he wearing a cummerbund with
0: no shirt is that no if he has it's a shirtless shirt or his the sleeves are cut off right
1: i believe so you know i yeah. didn't get a screenshot of it which is not um yeah.
0: <laughs> it's very
2: unusual because i know then that I... Would, would be a good illustration because i'm trying to remember myself was it like a chippendales kind of thing where it's like a bow tie and cuffs yeah, yeah, but yeah. With... it's
0: too big for him as usual look at thing I think small I Described for it in the app. Oh, yeah, it's, too small. It's just,
1: yeah. As part of why you love this movie, you know, it's like, um, <laughs> you know, it's 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 one of those things where you're just like, man, this is just, you know, oh, I've got Malibu from the old hit. Amer- um, he's sweet because for whatever reason he's dubbed. That was the other thing too. The yeah. person he was dubbed. You know, had no. You know, so yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on there with him. Um, it was just, you know. Yeah, it, it it's one of those ones where I think this movie. I mean, and the thing with the Moral Combat or um, Resort to Kills, it has a bunch of names in it. It's got oh, you know, yeah. Tiny Zeus, Lister, Sonny Chiba, of course, Rob Piper, which I think in our last yeah. last time you guys were on, we talked about. I think this was on your list. I think yeah, top it was. five. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 a lot of guys in here, and so to have a Malibu, I think that's one of the things about these movies from this period. This this like late nineties or late eighties, early two th- early nineties period. Um, late 80s, early 90s, is that I think Nowadays, when you would throw in a, a Malibu type, right? First off, there is no Malibu type. I think when you're only one them, Malibu, <laughs> right? The, the, these kinds he's of a guys, snowflake,
2: you know,
1: there's, right? exactly. Yes, <laughs> he's, 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 that, he's that unique. There's, there's not you, like when you watch these movies, you don't have like if you watch it, like the, the Willis films we're talking about, the people that you see in all of them, because usually that, that Roland Emmett guy that, that produces them, he uses like the, if you like do the, the IMDb CV of, or IMDb page of one of these movies, you'll see like five people that you've never heard of before but if you click they've done like five other willis emmett you know DTV flicks
0: (laughs) right that's like the stable
1: right exactly but they i I know one of
0: the stables which is lala kent right exactly Um, lala Lala kent (laughs) Kent. yeah yeah you got to watch the trailer for uh the row matt um, lala kent and uh what's his name from um the ufc fighter i can't remember his name right now
1: it's is it um the big one um uh, well they're all big.
0: Um, <laughs> rampage was it rampage no it was um oh, i can't i can't oh, think of c- it oh couture. Couture, thank you guys randy couture, couture and yeah. you got to watch it because the, the trailer guy makes it it's so funny it's like randy couture <laughs> la la kent
2: <laughs> <laughs> like he says it with a lot of gravitas yeah and it does like, but as but i think it's Ty point of, just to correct the record here it's randall it's yeah M- randall M- 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 randall
1: M- M- M-. what do you call yeah. him?
2: Yeah. i think you're thinking of roland, roland. emmerich
1: Yes, like yes, it's Randall Emmett, not Roland. Yeah, yeah I, I think I've done that multiple times. It's like it's it's easier when I'm typing to somebody because I'll double check me. Like, I'll let me make sure it's it's, it's not. Yeah, but when I'm speaking, yeah, Roland and Randall. I, I, yeah, yeah get those,
2: those they should somebody. team up. To be fair, they should yeah. team up on on a production. With yeah, awesome. Independence Day three or <laughs> starring Lala Ken and Randall. Starring Lala Ken,
0: yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Which as the alien? <laughs> <laughs> sure.
2: As it, as the president, who's in like two scenes. Two scenes. Yeah, he's he's the president. Finally. I don't. He's ever been
0: the president. All right, we got to get off the Willis train here.
1: Yeah, he's the president who never wears a tie, right?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: he wears a badge actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The president wears a badge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that could be on the cover. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Yeah, that could be a movie, like Officer President, where it's like okay. he's a cop, but he's also the president.
0: Okay, we got something there. Maybe we can. Uh, it's like a no subject bit. Yeah. Okay, let's 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 hold that off for no subject. Yeah. yeah. I think we know the perfect person
2: for this. Yes,
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so
2: that's such a good idea. How come no one thought president. of that? Before? That's great. Yeah.
1: But the thing is, like, if it's Willis, right? We, well, I guess yeah. like, we should be hashing it out too much, right? we <laughs> All
2: right, but let's let's keep this under our hat until we do another yeah. no subject. I feel like this is a good um, grist some, for that.
0: Yeah, we yeah. have some good stuff we Matt and I thought of the other day. So we'll well, let's make sure we write one. that down. Yeah, yeah, it'll be written down. Okay, so moving on.
2: So where are we with Malibu? Or, um... Well, I did Enter the Blood Ring, and then Matt
0: did Immortal Kombat, right? Okay. So... Oh, so Matt, was there more you wanted to say about Immortal Kombat? Or...
1: No, no. I think I think we're ready. Yeah, like I think we're yeah.
0: Well, my second one is The Killing Zone. Yeah, uh, so that's Malibu. a good choice because yeah. it's probably his biggest
2: role of all. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's basically the star of the movie, and that's one oh, yeah. that's a I... rare chance he didn't get too many of those. If this might be the only one.
1: Yeah. Now, this is my number two as well, so we can probably do an extended chat about oh, okay. it. Uh, yeah, we're kind of... on. Oh, go hey,
0: I got hey, uh, we got an overlap. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is a PM, right? Yeah, it's early PM. It's a, it might be a City Lights, right? Or is it, or no. is it a PM? Yeah,
1: it, it, it is, because it's like... It, I think it's City Lights, and then it lists PM as the distributor. So um, you don't get, like, the classic logo, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I, at least I didn't when I watched it on Tubi. You
0: have the old logo, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, yeah
2: there's orange. the old logo. Then there's, like, the... The updated one, the one people kind of know and love, which is like a, like a chrome look yeah, to like it. a sky background. Yeah. No, that's the old logo. Right? Oh, oh, the no, sky. Wait. Oh yeah. No, you're talking about when the movie first comes up. I was thinking like on the side of the
0: box. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Um, yes. I never talked about the chrome logo.
2: Yeah. So I don't know. Do you want do you want to talk about the
0: killing zone? Killing zone. I'm trying to remember much of it. I mean, I know, doesn't he like, he's like a construction worker and he's like using his sledgehammer. Cool.
1: He's not a construction worker, right? It, what happens is he um he he goes to jail under like some kind of dubious. <laughs> right. Or, yes, so, that's how that it gives him yeah. the, okay. the excuse to to have, to be shirtless, banging <laughs> right. a sledgehammer in Arizona. <laughs> yes, um, of
0: course, of course, it is.
1: And There's some drug lord that they have to catch, and it's like Darren McBee's is the only one who can catch him. Is the idea, and so they. Um, this DEA guy, bus, you know, comes. Up, you know how they they come up with these weird like scenarios where like the DEA agent, I guess, has like carte blanche to just pull people out of jail if he wants to. Um, and so he just does that. Um, and and then you know, the thing is, of course, they're going to be supposed to be at, going after this guy. But they're, they're, I, I watched it recently. There's some interesting stuff that happens in the movie. Like for example, Darren McBee's uncle owns this bar, and yes, I the that. baddies I are after them the. Right yeah the, the drug lords and everybody are after them for whatever reason they keep going back to the bar and just keep getting shot and and people get, get shot and killed yeah, that's and, and right like yeah. it's like you know that they're going to come for you there but yet you just keep going back there like that didn't make any sense um I mean from the Malibu standpoint, it's fantastic because it is everything late 80s, early 90s, Venice Beach that you would want in a Malibu. I mean, there's a scene where he's he's actually working out and there's like women working out around him. And he's got like the ponytail with the hair, like with the, the mullet just like perfectly quaffed in the top with the long dangly earring. And he's just like pumping out reps. And you know, the DEA guys <laughs> there trying to talk to him It's like trying to finish my workout, man. You know, and it's like, <laughs> It, it, it's a thing of beauty um the problem is i think one of the other problems is at the very end he doesn't really have a standout he doesn't get to fight the baddie um the baddie actually has him at gunpoint and then his friends come and kill the baddie um so it's kind of a, a bad ending there because i think you would have liked to have seen um just seen malibu just beat the crap out of this guy you know just now like
2: that. addison randall is is he the, uh, involved in this in some He's way
1: director and writer. Yeah. yeah, this, this yeah. Was his vision
2: yes yes (laughs) it sure was and what a vision um and you know isn't there like a classic scene where like he lowers his sunglasses sort of like halfway down the bridge of his nose and smirks you know
0: that sounds familiar
2: you know it's almost like something michael j fox was famous for doing kind of like just like just lowering his sunglasses and going like like, whoa you're
0: like whoa cool man
1: (laughs) and he's like he's riding a motorcycle and of course like because he's so big and the motorcycle he has is isn't as big, it looks like a kid like riding a moped or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and of course he's doing it with like no helmet, but also these these T shirts where he's cut the necks off, like down to like kind of midway point. Um, because I guess his, his his chest and neck is so big that a regular shirt with a regular um, neck, you know, the, the, the one that comes standard. <laughs>
0: Just Your standard necessary. neck, and, standard and neck. well,
2: but also he, it's like a half shirt as well. So yes. right,
0: that's right. So he's the
2: fine. lower half of the shirt <laughs> is gone, also.
0: Right, right.
1: <laughs> it feels like a lot of work that it's like you know you get T-shirts and you got to get to work on with the scissors on them. But maybe he's <laughs> developed a process with it. You know, or who knows? Maybe there were shops on you know in Venice Beach that that sold oh, probably. pre-made, or
2: maybe like he that. was just very crafty.
1: Yes, he could have been. I mean, with the hands, like, I feel like, you know, using scissors and doing that kind of stuff might be difficult, but maybe, you know, maybe he was more delicate than we think.
0: (laughs) Probably. He's a gentle giant. (laughs) (laughs) They should have made more movies like that with Malibu. Like, he could have been like the PM star. Yeah. That should have happened. Yeah. But But,
1: I I wonder if they looked at this movie. I mean, I, I, I personally was wondering myself when I watched it, like, am I going to be in a situation where I think there's too much, you know, I'm, I've hit a I've hit a Malibu saturation point. To, uh, uh, that's, possible that's
0: possible? I didn't think
2: that was possible. Yeah,
1: yeah. I realized that it, it, I didn't think it was. I don't think, you know, this movie showed, at least for me, that you could do a film where Malibu was the star. And I, I guess maybe, oh, excuse me, I'm losing my voice here at this
2: So excited
1: about Malibu! Yeah, exactly. I'm getting choked up talking about how great Malibu is. Getting
2: (laughs) emotional here. Exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But but I wonder if PM saw what we were talking about, where he adds a flavor to a movie that, like, again, like, um, maybe I won't talk about the other movies because, you know, we might be bringing them up as as ones on the list. But you know, some of the ones like, like, um, you know, like, like even like we just talked about a couple, like a Mortal Kombat, where. You get a whole bunch of names in the film, and then you just stick Malibu in there with you know either no shirt, and a cummerbund, or like a you know a tank top that has a zipper on it that you zip down so much so he can show his man cleavage, and you just have him there with his big long hair, just kind of making faces and looking angry, and and you know getting killed eventually. It. It just adds something to the movie that um maybe that's it what helps
0: they it along. You know, it's like, oh, hey, look, it's Malibu. You know, well, it's a flavor.
2: It's, it's something <laughs> you yeah. talked
0: about. Well, the thing, you're calling him crafty. Maybe he has an Etsy store, you know, Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: Malibu. <laughs> yeah, Malibu's Etsy store. Malibu's
0: yeah. Etsy store. Yeah.
2: Well, if there was like a Malibu T-shirt, like, yeah. I don't know, maybe like with his face on it, I, I would buy it maybe. Yeah.
0: i I
1: would i mean i wouldn't if i'd be able to wear it probably swimming in it but you know i guess like you know it could be something like good like you know if you're you're like you know kind of doing work around the house or something but i guess so so he only
2: sells it in his size yeah
0: which is extra extra meathead you know (laughs) it's it's xxm X-X-X-M, yeah <laughs> with,
1: the, with the middle cut you know with the, the, the the you know the the um the neck cutout so it's like so when you go to put it on like for the normal person size it just starts to like go over the shoulders being like ends up playing like a you know Jennifer Beale kind of yeah, okay. you know.
2: well yeah it's like it's a t-shirt but the neck is gone the sleeves are gone the bottom yeah. half is gone and it's basically just like a, a strip of cloth across like your a torso <laughs> and that's it
0: so that was flash dance right so he's a Malibu, <laughs> Malibu on the dance floor
2: <laughs> he should have done one of those dance movies, like yeah. a dancer dies. Speaking of PM, you know, yeah. what if he was like an angry dance instructor or something?
0: Right. It's,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 I think you know, it's it's one of those ones. If you're doing a Malibu list, I don't think you could not have this movie on.
2: No, I definitely not because yeah, it's his be on only it. it's his only starring role. It, it, it must must include.
0: Yeah, I, I if is, is, go ahead. Oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, oh, no, no. I was no, going
1: to say this is on Tubi, so for people that are interested,
0: oh good.
2: Yeah. Oh, good. So people can actually watch it. That's a good thing.
0: You I should be watching it. I'm trying to get a copy, but it's really expensive. So males can watch it on And TV. it
2: did get a DVD release, unlike a lot of PM movies. So there, there is a DVD floating around out there, but I don't know if people not, can get it.
0: I'm not paying $50. bucks. i will pay 15 But anytime. that is interesting,
2: though, that people are charging those high prices, which must mean there's demand. You know, so there's demand. The as we were talking about before, there's a demand for Malibu. So that, <laughs> if it was, there was no demand, you could get it for like $2. So there must be a demand.
0: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, there has to be. And I got to say, I wonder if we can guess the number one Malibu movie. I don't
1: know. Which, well, you want to you go first and we'll see. We'll see if I.
0: Okay. I picked Skyscraper.
1: Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Perfect. Paper. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> well, I just have one thing to say don't ask why.
0: Try bud, dry. Yes. Yeah, you <laughs> can stop there. Yes. I just but yeah, a rocket. Yeah. a rocket shoots at a bud, <laughs> at a bud dry truck, and blows up. That's all yeah. you need. Well,
2: Which is it... the only bud dry. That's probably like the world supply of bud dry. Yeah. like they they blew up that truck. <laughs> there's no more bud dry. It, like it went yeah, off the market after that.
0: Yeah. Malibu blew it up.
1: It's, the fact that it's it's Malibu. Coming out of the Bud Dry truck, or no, no, wait, no, the Bud Dry truck's on the other side. He comes out of a different truck. He comes out of yeah. a, um, uh, a, he just comes out of a, a another truck that's like blocking the alley. And we, our introduction to him in this film is the, the vest yeah. and pants of a suit without the shirt or coat. And he's yeah. just got the Uzi. And of course, yeah. like, you know classic 90s style he's got the uzi and he's just like waving it around just like firing um and it, it's just it's it's such a thing of beauty i mean that whole scene of course
2: is a thing of beauty like yeah, you're right. talking it's one about. The it really is yeah. Yeah. yeah that's like a top moment for pm just in general
0: yeah. there's so much chaos and you got malibu and you got carrie wing or anacle smith <laughs> it's like it's- <laughs> yeah, but it's that's true that uh, you know
2: the the very '90s style of the vest yeah. and no yeah. shirt. You know, like well, shirt, I he said, it's very llamas. Yeah, yes, yeah, llamas did the same yeah. thing. He he, llamas. You could maybe argue popularized yeah. the vest and no shirt look, yeah. but other people were doing it, and you know, mere shirts cannot contain these men. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're not to be constrained by the normal T-shirts the rest of us wear.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Well, and then there's a scene later in the film where Malibu is wearing this tank top that has a, a zipper along the front, which and- – yeah. I see women wearing similar shirts nowadays, but I'd never seen a guy with one, but he has it zipped down so that it's showing off at the maximum man cleavage. And like the baddie is talking and he's next to the baddie. He doesn't know what his – he's waiting for his line, I think, or he's trying to figure out something. He's just kind of staring off into space. And whoever shot the film, I guess it was one of those things like we got to get this thing done and in the can as quick as possible. So Malibu just sitting there just like – you know, just kind of like I don't know if he maybe he's even think about like what his next reps were going to be that night when he was done shooting. Um, he's just kind of off in space and with the, with this shirt on. It's just so fantastic.
0: It is.
2: It really
1: is.
0: I know. had to be the number one boo. You know, yeah. just like, yeah, boo. That's, what, That's just a what the real fans call him. Wait, Wait, apostrophe, apostrophe boo. Apostrophe boo. We're just talking boo. Talking boo. Talking boo.
1: But it also gets back to that point we were talking about how he is one of those ones that can really – enhance a film just by having a small I mean, because this is a very supporting role that he has in here. He's he's kind of one of the main hatchet men for the baddie, um, but it is very much a supporting role, but it still, it enhances this film in such a way. I mean, the Skyscraper and stuff, I and mean, we, we did an entire episode on this one Into The Limit, um, yeah. and also it made both of our top five PM lists, I think. Um, and there's something about this movie that, you know, again, Malibu is just another piece of it that without Malibu, this doesn't quite make any kind yeah. of top PM list.
2: But it with does him, because
0: yeah, no, I agree, right. I
2: agree with that. He adds a lot to what he's and, given,
0: it makes know? it to a top 10 list because of Malibu. Yes, you know, you got Ann Nicole Smith, you got some cool stunts, but then you got Malibu, so, right? It's, so it's really a, an impressive cocktail, yeah,
1: yeah right. Well, because I think it would have been just like the novelty of Anna, the way to the limit is kind of just the novelty of Anna Nicole Smith. Um, Skyscraper would have just been the novelty and I'm, and I'm not saying it's just Malibu that makes it over the top but he is just one of those many pieces that they put in this film that just, you know, all of it just seems to work and, and Malibu in particular just, yeah, as, as the main hatchet man for the baddie because um, even the baddie himself is kind of annoying, right? He's just like, supposed to be this like, you know um, uh, but Like a Shakespeare the, Yeah, a Shakespeare quoting guy I'm, for reason I'm
0: drawing a blank I hate on that guy actor. so
2: much yeah, he was very him. annoying. So yeah. I guess maybe they well, knew that. and They thought we have to. Shakespeare... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying, saying maybe they knew that Batty was like too annoying and almost wimpy on his own. So they had to beef him up.
0: So, I mean, people who usually just quote Shakespeare anyway are annoying. Um, <laughs> just because discuss... you can you can have like one quote a year. Because if you do any more than that, you're annoying. I'm sorry. So it's like... And <laughs> this right. guy did it the whole time in Skyscraper. So...
2: Well, you're supposed to
0: hate him, I guess, so you know,
2: the audience is not supposed to like him. Yeah.
0: So that's not good though for like people. (laughs) You're supposed to like Shakespeare, but you may, Oh, you're saying this is bad for Shakespeare. It's bad for Shakespeare. And it's just bad because it makes you hate Shakespeare. And now people who quote are annoying. That's what I mean. So it's,
2: so it's, so you're saying, you know, don't Malibu
0: come hither, you know? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Right, exactly. Which is an exact quote from Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh,
0: (laughs) Yes, doth, Malibu, come hither. It's like (laughs) uh, Malibu Capulet. (laughs) Yes, exactly.
1: I feel like if Shakespeare had had a Malibu in, you know, the 16th century in England, I think he would have made Malibu his muse. We would have gotten a whole different... You know uh, the, the the plays that we got, especially maybe in the later period of Shakespeare's play, he would have centered plays around Malibu. Uh, that we we would have gotten a very different kind of thing. Well, no, I, granted, I'm I'm happy we get Malibu when we have him because I think <laughs> yeah. he, you know I'm happy to enjoy him here in the '90s and and or now into the you know the 2020s. I am happy we got him at the time we did, but I feel like if Shakespeare had, had Malibu, um, we would have gotten a different set of plays for oh, sure.
2: It would the whole course of history would be uh, altered. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that makes sense that actually tracks really well <laughs> yeah.
1: well maybe maybe this is a good place to live but any further thoughts maybe on malibu before we move on to mr Lor- mr lorry just a gem
2: nope. exemplifies the 90s DTV yep. action world and to, you know add something to every single role.
0: can't agree more of that <laughs> you nailed it
1: yeah perfect yeah and i think again if you've got willow's fatigue you know, <laughs> looking up some Daron McBee or Malibu films, I think it, it's not going to hurt you.
0: For that, sure. Yeah, that would be
2: the uh, antidote. Yeah,
1: for sure. <laughs> All right, well, perfect. well. Let's get into Lori here. Um, so Evan Lori is a little bit different, right? Than than um, Malibu, like you said, he he's he's. He's big, but he's not, like, the kind of bodybuilder Venice Beach big that, that Malibu is. Um, but he has the meathead quality. Like, when he delivers his lines, they're kind of slow, almost soft. Um, every once in a while, he'll yell, like, don't call me Norman. But for the most part, he's, he's just kind of like, yes. oh, man, what am I doing here, you know, kind of thing. Or, you know, I'm, I'm going to kill you or whatever. Um, but it works. Again, it, 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 it has a way of enhancing the movies.
2: Oh, oh, definitely, and you know, PM gave him that big shot by having him be the main bad guy. And um, well, that the, might be one of the movies we're talking okay, about. Okay, all right. So they, they, but they, right, So they saw his potential, and you're right. He, he never, he d- didn't yell. You know, he was very soft spoken. Um, you know, also another kind of gentle giant type guy. And um, but it's true. He there was a certain dumbness that kind of came across, like, <laughs> Duh. but, but. You know, it's all part of a, a sort of a quiet uh, resolve that, <laughs> that I think he had. And, um, yeah, uh, I think we should just get into th- the list. Yeah.
1: Sure. All right, well, well, yeah. Ty, what do you have for number three for Mr. Lurie?
0: T-Force.
1: No way. That's my three. So we're, yeah, we're already overlapping. Right? Already overlapping,
0: yeah. <laughs> yes. Because I'm thinking he was the villain in that, right? So yeah, just, so him my and memory, Malibu.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: And Malibu's in it, yeah. That's why I picked it they are both in it. And, you know,
2: T-Force is an interesting movie because it has a lot of blow-ups and shooting and all the stuff we like, but there's some philosophy in it, too, you know, about, you know, the nature of humanity. Uh, I'm not kidding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you want to go into a little bit more?
2: I mean, from what I remember, they're like robots, but they start to question that, right? And so, uh, isn't that what happens in T-Force?
0: Basically, yeah. yeah.
2: So, it's you know... If Ridley Scott directed it then there would be like you know
0: like Blade Runner but you know but this movie's better than Blade Runner so it's like
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it, it delivers the action of course but I think this one might be slightly more intelligent in its scripting than some of its competitors so and plus it has the two guys uh, you know that we're talking about today so that alone I think would make it a recommendation
1: yeah, it's almost like this would be an honorable mention for Malibu because he's he, he's in it, right? He's in it quite a bit. But Lurie is like kind of like so like just to give people an idea of what the film's about, it's um these these cyborg police officers are created with the idea that you know Erin Gray is the um as the the um the mayor. She uh, forms this task force to sort of wipe out crime in L.A. in the future, and these cyborgs are created, and um, Evan Lurie is kind of like the leader of them when they sort of like break away from being police officers and start on their own crime spree. Um, and so Malibu is, is in the group there. But yeah, it, it's kind of more big Evan Lory, And I mean, the film starts off like kind of the way we were talking about Skyscraper starting off big with the Bud Dry truck and um, you know uh, Malibu with the, the vest and pants and no shirt. This one starts off big, too, where you've got Vernon Wells, of all people, just like shows up at a, at this big skyscraper. Um, you know, I don't I don't think he used a silencer when he killed the guard at the front gate gate. Um, huh. Yeah, right? it was like a pew pew kind of was more like a he was more like a guard, of course. Like of course, like, yeah, like those guards, I mean, that is, I, I, I don't know, I think they have lists of like the, the most dangerous professions, and I feel like front desk guard in um, at a, in a, a, a big building movie. in the 90s was probably up there as like most
0: yeah, dangerous. Yeah, that's not great. Usually the first one to pass away. And it's just like, <laughs> we were talking about that before. I mean, yeah, T-Force is good because it delivers the goods basically right at the beginning. Yeah. And I think it's very underrated PM movie. We don't want really to talk about that one, I, I think. Yeah. Did this one, I don't
1: know if this one made either of our top fives, but I think it was probably like more like a top 10 for both of us. Yeah, Maybe.
0: absolutely. I, I would count this You know, Jack Scalia, Malibu, Evan Lurie. You really can't go wrong. It's amazing explosions. So.
1: Yeah, I, I think this is one. I, I don't know that this one's available on, on, it might, I don't think it's available on Tubi. I think I had to track oh, it down no. on Tubi, unfortunately.
0: I think um, I bought a tape because it was like the most affordable at the time. I think yeah. it's on DVD, I think. Yeah yeah it is i rented it on an old netflix disc brett something to say about t-force or oh I'm, well I, I
2: i nothing that would be different from what you guys are saying and okay. so i'll just want to like, yeah like oh okay i didn't want no no that. you're not cutting me out i'm just listening yeah yeah oh, okay
1: what <laughs> one actually one last note i want to make on t-force is because I'm, I'm paging right. the imdb page for it um you know how they have the tags um one of the tags is security guard killed. So, yes.
2: oh, so that, that is something people are yeah. paying attention to. Yes. That's funny.
0: Because I I yeah.
2: that, like, you know, we've talked
0: about that quite a bit. Yeah. It's like, and I think, I think it was like, here we go again. Oh, no. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> well, and it was Vernon Wells, too. It's like, like the last thing you want to see if you're a security guard in the 90s is Vernon Wells showing up that you're yeah. you're building
0: <laughs> like, <uh-oh. laughs> yeah, oh oh like, no
1: yeah i, I would just run I'd be like this job <laughs> I'd, I'd like throw him the keys and just go and just like you know but of course they'd probably shoot me in the back right i'd be like one of the you know those things yeah where the security guards running and they shoot in the back and it's like you slide and fall yeah. forward <laughs> but that's how i would go you know um so you know even running wouldn't help
0: and right they'll if they i would say should have opened the door. Like, exactly. Like... Well, sometimes they try to be a hero and they try to like yeah. fight him off. Those, yeah. yeah, they have a gun. They have like a gun in their holster. They're like, oh nope, dead.
1: Yeah. I mean, what What are you getting paid as a security guard that it's worth it to to battle <laughs> Vernon Wells to get into the building? It's like you know, like that's
2: yeah. Yeah, there's it's you know, not they, enough. They have a, they have a lot of job pride, you know. It's right, like...
0: Exactly. <laughs> That's that's on the that's on their CV if they're alive. Get yeah. get, get shot by Vernon Wells, um, <laughs> in, so you like, know, in the discharging of my duties
2: as a uh, as a front desk guard. You know, risk true. my life, or... risk
0: my life for Vernon Wells, like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly, or 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 someone like him, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so no, no. number two, maybe we have another overlap. Yeah, um, which is Operation Cobra.
1: Okay, so I this one was an honorable mention for me. So ah, I, interesting. this is not my number two, so we don't have an overlap okay. here. Okay. Yeah.
0: Because it's a great villain role for Evan. Yes. <laughs> Evan, Scott, Cynthia, Richard.
2: <laughs> All our first All people run know. a first name basis yeah.
0: with. <laughs> Dolphy. You know, it's like um do people call him Dolphy? Yeah, never mind. So <laughs> let's, let's, not, just, let's not let's ask. not let's not fall into that trap. So um I was to say, Albert Jacoby, a good villain role is fighting Don the Dragon twice. You get two fights.
2: Yeah. That's
0: so like. And it's funny because, you know, body, their body
2: types seem very different.
0: Yeah. Once it's okay. kind of runty, which is Don the Dragon <laughs> Wilson. And then Evan <laughs> Lurie's meatheady. So it's a, it's a good, uh, you know, difference.
1: Yeah and the meathead he meatheadiness really comes through yeah. when he gets bit by the cobra at because yeah. the, the look on his face which i did capture for the review that i did <laughs> the look on his face when he gets bit by that cobra I mean, I it's almost that. like like when 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 i my cat will bite me on the leg cuz he wants to eat it's just like what? 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 Why are you biting me? You know, it's almost like. Why did you, and he's like holding this thing like, why did you bite me? And then eventually, it sinks in that you've been poisoned with this venom, and you're, you know, you're you're not long for this film. Um, but it it is one of the classic Lori faces, I think.
0: Yes, Lori has some really good dumb faces, but in a nice way. Right. It's just yeah. Like, <laughs> so, well, yeah, well,
2: it, it's part of his character. It's you know, in many. The senses. He's wearing that like,
0: dashiki, right? He's wearing that dashiki the whole time. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's the reason why we're talking about him. Because I you know, that's he has the look that's and He has they're... the faces, you know. Yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah and apparently, so I, I keep forgetting to mention that. So, um, when I used to, I used to use this this software called BS Player to.
0: Um, it's only a great name. I know, it doesn't sound like a BS player, it's <laughs> like a
1: BS player, you know? Yeah.
0: That sounds terrible.
1: but it was a, this free software that you could, um. because at that time, like, it was a shareware?
0: Get, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it was
1: like a share. Yeah, it was, at that time, it was hard, I think, to get, like, like, I think, um like, WinApp and those ones had trouble getting images from DVDs if you were showing, you know, if you were playing a DVD, whereas nowadays, I think it's just a, a basic screenshot will do the trick. But for whatever reason, it wouldn't do that back then. But BS, B.S. player could get, get screen grabs. But one of the things was that um, it would just randomly choose what or it seemed random. I, I'm sure there's probably a, something in the coding that told it which audio track to pick. But a lot of times it grabbed the um, the commentary track. And so I was listening to Fred Olin Ray's commentary as I was getting the image of Lori getting bitten. And um, I guess it was actually uh, uh, the, the snake actually bit Lori, I guess. Um, um, uh, it was like a really like they actually were using a um, um, a real snake or whatever maybe it wasn't poison or something but um yeah um so i, I guess you know uh it i was kind of surprised to see that like yeah he uh, he actually got bit um by the snake in real life so that, that face has got a real
2: <laughs> well because i think i might have mentioned this before but i I've heard I haven't listened to the commentary but I've heard that's like a really really good commentary like as far as commentaries go cuz I think people say it's really honest and it's really funny and it's like uncensored cuz you now I think a lot of commentaries like they cut parts out like the the studio or they censor certain parts apparently this like got through with like no censorship and like fred Olin race has a bunch of like really um like interesting you know maybe politically incorrect stuff or something oh, like so
0: uve ball commentary yeah
2: like, uh, that's my understanding but yeah. i haven't listened to it but so if people can get a hold of that dvd you can get that commentary then i hear it's like a really really good listen
0: i would love to listen to it. i mean the dvd's the, like i guess the tape was hard enough to procure <laughs> and the well, TV- i think people
2: must know about the the commentary, so it's probably I hard. I
0: think they did another commentary. I think it was for Final Voyage. Have you ever seen this one, That I think it's Ice-T, and he makes fun of him, Jim Wynorski. <laughs> <have to> <laughs> so that, he doesn't so. know his lines, and ice He took like a 15 takes. Like, <laughs> that's what I heard. He said, I'm going wow. to go,
2: because you know that's the thing about when you watch these dvd and blu-ray extras and everyone's so complimentary and nice all the time it's like it can't be that way i think people are just afraid they might not get another job in hollywood which is you know hard enough to do so everyone this was great and working with this person was great and uh, that's why i like more honest commentaries
0: well that's yeah. what the Uwe ball commentary for alone in the dark is so funny right. which i listen to i don't know if you listen to i maybe I it's the director's for cut one. version Remake's of Tara yeah. yeah it's but, like i don't like that i read you see i we cut it out the whole movie, but she she has to be in the movie. I don't really <laughs> like that. I
2: read so it's
0: just like because so
2: like, so, that's what I want. I want
0: that honesty. And he made fun of Dorf too. Like Dorf is very like a prima donna. <laughs> Richard Slater was good though. Richard Slater was good.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, because because yeah. one of the things I think with Fred Olin Ray and Jim Warnorski is the industry kind of needs those two because they can pump out films really quickly on a budget just get it done so it's almost like you know like like one of the things like with fred olin is he's found a niche with like christmas movies uh, because you know hallmark whatever they pump out so many of those and he can just again he can just bang them out in a short period of time so it's like they need winorski so or they need fred olin ray so like they can get away i think with with saying things like that because it's like well okay maybe i didn't like this guy but this other person I'm going to do the movie with, that's fine, you know, and, um, you know, they, they, you know, and I guess probably too with those Christmas movies, they probably don't have commentary, so
0: he can't really <laughs> say how he feels about
2: Well, them. and plus they're, you know, they're, you know, they're working in the low budget, you know, B movie or lower realm and, you know, they don't really have a ton of people to answer to, you know, they can yeah. pretty much say what they want.
0: Yeah, right, I'm gonna yeah. look for this DVD of Operation Cobra. I'll I'm, gonna, I'm on the case. I'll, yeah, uh, there know. might be some good dirt on it, but yeah. like I said, don't think know I for owned sure.
1: it or not? I don't think I own the DVD. I think I rented it. I got the DVD from from Netflix. So I don't think I own huh. this one. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got the tape. I think I'm not sure how we watched the bread. It was DVD. Uh, I don't remember. I, don't remember. I, I got don't. the tape just a few years ago. It was way before, maybe oh maybe rented at the the store. The video. Store. Video Seven. Yeah, maybe Video oh. Seven. Yeah. Oh. Um. So wait, so what is your two? So
1: I'm now? on number two. So my number two is American Kickboxer two. Um, uh,
0: yeah. You know what? I really should have put that. Um, that oh, that no didn't oversight. even make the list. No, because number one is Hologram Man. I'm just gonna that's to say right Yeah, there. that's spoiler. Yeah, yeah, oh, spoiler good. alert. So, um, but yeah, oh, oh, what a great movie,
2: American or, or yeah. is it American Kickboxer one that I'm thinking of? No, oh,
0: t- no, they're well, both great. Well, one is okay, but two is the crazy one. Oh, two, no, two is yeah. the crazy one. Okay, never mind. Dale Apollo Cook. Okay. Apollo. Yeah. He spelled his name wrong in the credits. Right, right. And it's like, and yeah, this start was my, there.
1: Yeah, I mean, this was my introduction to. Oh, um,
0: oh it was wow. What is an introduction my introduction
1: to Lori? Intro. Um, and and I was just like, this guy is amazing. Like, I could <laughs> see this guy in tons of stuff. You know, like I I just want to see more Lori. And I mean, he steals the show from from Apollo. Um, <laughs> you know, as like, um, I could tell. Um. It's does, like, yeah. I guess it's like a My Two Dads kind of thing, right? Where it's, um...
0: it's of these... Greg Evigan and Paul Reiser, it's, <laughs> it's Evan a... Lurie and yeah. Apollo Cook. Apollo Cook, right.
1: <laughs> and and they're, they're like, these two guys that are kickboxers who, um... Uh, there's, a, what is it? Like, there's a girl who's been kidnapped, and they have... Right, yeah, the
0: the wife... No, the daughter's been kidnapped, and the wife yeah. says you have a, a daughter, and they're, like, a bunch of meatheads. The movie is so... I, I need to rewatch it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's such a crazy movie. It's, it's like, like, yeah, since... it's
2: it's great. It is so great. And uh, and so, yeah, and, and so Apollo and Evan Lurie <laughs> have to work together to yeah, get they... to the bottom of all the shenanigans. And in the meantime, there's action, there's punching and the rest. There's but a lot it's of also...
0: stupid lines from them. It's like, because yeah, I they think bicker. Evan Lurie, they, no, they bicker a yeah. yeah. lot. Evan Lurie, it's like, a, it's like, you're like a mean head, Evan Lurie. Like, I don't, let me look to find a line while you're talking about it. But yeah, and there's just, a lot like of crazy rich, moments.
1: sophisticated guy, too. He's supposed to be like this, you know, like like Dale Apollo is supposed to be like the blue collar guy who's like, no nonsense. Give me a jean jacket. Whereas like, you know, uh, Laurie's supposed to be like the finer things in life guy, the, <laughs> the silk robe and in the in the in the, in the nice wine guy.
2: Which uh, is amazing casting for that. Yeah, you know <laughs> Perfect <laughs> casting. The only
0: way.
1: Yes. I mean, that was the thing in the 90s is that you could be a long haired ponytail guy and still like the be like the finer things in life guy. Um, yeah, I think nowadays you'd be like, oh, get get a haircut or something like that. But but back then, you know, the finer things in life guy was a long haired ponytail guy.
2: Yeah, because no, well, those things were the finer thing, you know, having long hair and a ponytail that 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 wasn't, you know, contrary to. Loving the finer things. That was more like, yeah, you're living life and loving life. To quote uh,
0: Matthew McConaughey, "Living life, loving life." You know, by Lincoln. You know, just um, so, so the Lincoln Lawyer. Is that why he makes the the commercials now? Because he was in the Lincoln Lawyer? I I never
1: made that connection before.
0: Oh, oh, actually, I thought that was a pretty good movie. Well, okay, but I looked up the line that we have on our side here. Um, where uh, uh, Dale Dale Apollo Cook, I'll just say it right now, Dale Apollo Cook calls uh, Evan Lurie, or oh, he says, you've been drinking too much carrot juice. <laughs> oh, what yeah. a burn.
1: Because yeah. he was Mr. Finer Things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. No, no, no hamburger and French fries guy, right? Yeah. no,
2: a, no. You know.
0: I think Dale wears like a blue sweatpants. Like the, the movie is just with it, a matching blue tank top. Cause, yeah. Because I mean,
2: Matt, when you said he's blue collar, I was gonna say, well, he's more blue tank top. But, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <it>. <laughs>
1: That's a good point. Yeah, this one also. This is an interesting one when you go to the critic reviews because one, it's like a kind of a you know completed triangle one where yeah. um you know we've reviewed it, but also uh, Mitch the Video Vacuum has done it. Nice. Uh, but also, Entertainment Weekly reviewed it.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. They must have loved it, right? He gave it an I've
1: is never... Is that what I've, Owen
0: Gleberman did? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it was Michael Sauter, who... Oh, okay. I think so Michael was the one who did a lot of... Oh, he did... So he did He did a, a, a grouping of them. He did American Kickboxer 2, To Be the Best, Live by the Fist, and Blood Ring, all in one wow. review. This guy's
2: stealing our material here. That's yeah, those are the movies
0: we, we talk, talk about. It.
1: Except he did it in 1993, so he did it okay. <laughs>
2: still we stole were,
0: anyway still retro stole <laughs> yeah. um yeah i don't so like what Orrin
2: cleverman says so right, not right. My, not a judge suitor or what was the guy's yeah, name yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so here's the here's the, uh, the the ratings he gave, like gave Kickboxer a c so our were in trouble um well, to be that's the best good, he gave actually i thought
0: you should give it an f
1: yeah that's not bad yeah he gave live by the fist a C to be the best to <laughs> see and then he gave blood ring an f he gave blood ring in it so but that's uh,
0: the best one yeah i to be honest like Wow. Yeah, because <laughs> when he's
1: talking about, like, these people filling Van Damme's shoes and, and, and things like that, and I, honestly, I think he, you know, we could say maybe he doesn't get it, because, I mean, obviously, Live by the Fist, it's, that's not just
0: an A, that's like an A+, plus. I think, um, for me. Well, that, that's Diet Sandwich, right? Is that from Terry <laughs> Trimble? Oh, yes. Yeah. Or yeah. is Diet Sandwich? Okay. I believe a Diet so. Sandwich. Is, yeah, it, it might be wrong that about that. It might be the other one, right? No, I
1: think it's might be because "Live by the Fist" I think is the, the George Takei one where he's in prison and oh, it's just like
0: Stranglehold is Diet Sandwich.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, "Live by the Fist" has this like rocking, like electric guitar score that goes on yes. Where he's yeah, just I like beating the mean, crap out the of people. Coffee, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You squeals. Yeah. Meow, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, exactly. A,
1: it's awesome. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he's just like kickboxing people uh, to death in, in in like some prison
0: in, like, <laughs> what like, a way to go yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> that's how you all want to go you mean kickboxed to death <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to the death
2: you know to the John death.
0: Oh, we're, yeah we're, that's the sequel to american kickboxer one and two really let's not forget about that
1: yes that's a good so point ted
0: man. ted La, La looks like owen wilson i guess or? right
1: yes yeah that, i had to look wow and see if it wasn't owen wilson because i was like completely just like um I thought for sure, yeah, it was like, Ted LaPlatt or yeah, I was like, he, he's so Owen Wilson-y, but um, no, he's, he's not, he's Ted LaPlatt. Um But it's like this idea of, like, this guy being this, like, guy who digs dirt on kickboxers, um, like, you know, Porter who's <laughs> digging the dirt on kickboxers, um, you know, and like, oh, we got to get this, this smarmy guy out of here, um, yeah. yeah it
0: was,
2: it was like- well, it's like the documentary they were making and Enter the Blood Ring, I think people were trying to find out about these kickboxing people, these underground like, who are these kick-box. people? Yeah.
0: I think there must be at least fifty of these underground fighting movies. I mean, there there might be even more than fifty. Mm-hmm. now. since and from we've 19, seen
2: like all of them or
0: most of them. Just I mean. about. I mean, I know you've even seen the tap out ones. Well, like, yeah, some c- of the tap out ones. Yeah, Circle of Pain yeah. is the best one. Frank Murd, you know, kicks a guy in the face as it's kickoff time. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. that's really the best scene of the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but go ahead.
1: Oh, i was gonna say like i think the, the the one interesting thing about like that 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 era of like the the 80s into the night especially in the early 90s those underground fighting movies is that they it's almost like the, the tap out ones the, the ones that they made with the tap out ones they try to like like mimic those old underground fighting ones but it doesn't work because you're just like well you know like like one like the UFC was trying to be like this more it's you know it's like this more legitimate like understood like fight, you know, like this, this sort of like mainstream fighting thing. And so the idea of like all the fighters being pulled into these like underground fighting rings, which is weird. Mm. Um, but also there was something about those 90s ones that was kind of silly, but worked. Um, you know, the one I think of always is Kickboxer 5 where it's like this guy is like creating his own kickboxing. <laughs> yeah. organization. and you the guy looks like kills you.
0: It was like Ben Franklin, right?
1: No, no, that's, that's Bloodsport 4. Uh, oh, that's, okay. Yeah, blood, blood, yeah, Ben Franklin is the underground, uh, the, the the dark kumite in the prison, right. which is like one of the greatest things ever.
0: Because as we said before, I think Ben Franklin did invent punch fighting. He invented enough stuff. <laughs> yeah, <so it's>
2: like... <laughs> Bifocals, yeah. punch fighting. Electricity. Um, but Yeah, all, all the stuff <laughs> we need in today's society. We need our punch fighting. So thanks, Frank. <laughs> like that time, that time it would have been
1: completely legal for him to like bring indentured servants over from england and made them fight you know it would have been like like hey that's what you're doing you know this, this guy's taking you know loads of sugar off the boat this guy's fighting you know and it's like you know like that's it you're you're into him for seven years you know the, the, you gotta do what he tells you and uh yeah you could see like ben franklin creating a, an underground fighting ring that uh you
0: know. <laughs> Oh, we gotta love the realm of absurdity because we always cross it. So <laughs> <We it's> like... <laughs> yep, no, no line of absurdity
2: will will be uncrossed by us. If we see it, we're just gonna walk we're just gonna right
0: over it. We cross it. we walk across it right off the cliff.
1: That's what that's so, what people tune in for. They want to hear how crazy, how, how absurd
0: can we get? uh in well, talking it's, about moving. It's fun. It's well, fun to just imagine stuff. I think that
2: explains the popularity, if you want to use that term, of our no subject episodes because those I can get so. pretty absurd.
0: And I think Officer President, we got something there, so we'll do more. <laughs> we, definitely have some, we definitely have something. I, I think yeah. that's, that's really I can't wait idea. to talk about that. We'll we'll definitely, uh, that's going to be really funny. Maybe it'll be like the number one thing we talk about in the episode. Yeah.
1: But uh, I think one thing for people, just before we move on to our number yeah, ones, sure. if people read our reviews of some of these movies that came out in the in the 80s and 90s, some of these ideas that we're coming up with are not so absurd in comparison to things that actually are made in some well, of these movies. Well,
2: that's true. That's a good point
1: yeah so i think that's something we always should keep in mind like some of the things that we're talking about so it's almost like kind of based in like kind of building off of ideas that we've seen in some of these shows. well and that's an
0: excellent point yeah, yeah that's true yeah, like...
2: i mean pretty much any discussion based around cheaters is uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of falls yes. into that realm you know <laughs> right. whoever would have thought there'd be a show like that in the first place
0: yeah
1: and, and then you get joey greco as the host it's like you can't you can't write some of these things like they oh, kind of write
2: themselves absolutely
0: and you got Gomez, you know. It's like, <laughs> uh, like we All right? Sit, well, we, we're not going to
2: go down the whole. Right, let's not go down again.
0: the cheaters' hole again. Well, we just say Gomez Greco, love it.
2: Yeah, number okay. one
0: movie. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Hologram Man. Would you? <laughs> would you? Before. Hologram Man. Yep. You totally gave away like before, but yeah, the yeah. Hologram Man is our number one. Because
0: mm-hmm. it's, it's awesome. I mean, it's probably one of the top three PM movies ever. Because <laughs> Yeah, I has, think
1: we had it. Did we both have it for number three? So I think we yeah. I think we swapped the order that we had Recoil and the Sweeper.
0: I oh, think. yeah. And number, it's such a tough decision, but yeah, it has to be number three. Because Recoil and well, the Sweeper is my number one favorite. Yeah. Or Last Man Standing. But, Last
1: Man Standing was up. Uh, yeah, that's right. That one yeah. Yeah, was up there on yours as well. I think and I think that one maybe didn't crack my top five. I can't remember, but it was there. It was close. I mean, I think it's like the best Wincott, I guess. You know, if we are yeah. going to do a Wincott episode, um, that might be the best PM Wincott.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely fair to yeah, say that. The hologram man, I mean, you, you pop in your D V D or tape and yeah. you just like this is this is great. I mean you learn. <laughs> Well, it's very entertaining. It's like the
2: PM Slash answer. Gallagher. Yeah, he well yeah, well first off, let's get the basics out of the way. He's yeah. the main bad guy and his name is Slash Gallagher. So what's not to love i there? wish i
0: can call my I, – i would change my name now but to slash gallagher but it's too much work you know I have to go to the office got you know, to right. your birth it's a certificate tape, it's but, just like, yeah. <laughs> it's like and, and then they have to
2: accuse you of not being slash gallagher and that's yeah. really annoying you yeah, go to the uh,
0: post office i don't have that kind of but you know slash gallagher
2: but then again, if if you were if you did change your name to Slash Gallagher, then uh-huh. wouldn't you have to become like a bad guy? Because
0: No, it could it, be that it could be the gentle giant Slash Gallagher. <laughs> oh well,
2: that well, he already is. So, but yeah. this is probably this could be arguable, but it's this has to be one of his best villain roles. Oh, right. Yeah. And, um so yeah, he, he definitely shines as Slash Gallagher. I mean, this it is was like his Zalera's spotlight. Great. You
0: know, and then I have that I, I have a DVD signed by the special effects artist. You know, right, I right? think you
2: mentioned that before, Cecilia yeah. Doran. Yeah, yeah.
0: Thank you for no. remembering the name. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, but that's yeah. So that's so cool. She but was you... making
0: fun of it. It's like, yeah. And so uh, Joe Lara is kind of like, uh, Kind of a goof, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had to ask her. It's like she did not expect that like, it was all about Spookies. Yeah, because you know, which I, a movie I've never seen. And I've seen it, and I
2: I was not really a fan of it, but now you've um... seen Spookies
1: no i've heard of it but
0: i've never <laughs> seen it either yeah, yeah really I, it's idea.
2: not i i don't think it's any great yeah, shapes personally know, but
0: look, it's not you know i'm not saying spookies because so well,
2: it's, like, um, it's it's not really what you might think it is it's not like a gremlins or a ghoulies or a critters it's yeah. it's it's just like this special it's, effects it's, kind of yeah, it's i don't know um, Movie.
0: well yeah so yeah she said that joe lara was kind of silly I, I and, uh, yeah yeah well, I think so, unfortunately, Joe Lara is not around anymore. Right, right.
1: he passed away. I think in, in yeah. 2020. I think it was in
0: Oh, it was only last year. Two years yeah. ago. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but yeah. So or maybe I it mean, was he,
1: last year. Maybe it was yeah, last year but, because it would have been when I did the review of. Um, uh, I could check my archive and see when I oh, check the um, the list of posts to see when. Um, here we go. Uh, when did we? When did we review? Um, it would have been when we reviewed uh, Cy- *Cyborg Steel Warrior*. That would have been. Oh, right. okay. I, would have I mean, because any
2: discussion cool. of meatheads probably should include Lyra at least to some yeah. degree. So. Um, yeah.
1: No, it was but, uh, June. It was June, or I guess it was it must have been May. I did the review on June 5th, 2021. Okay. So it was it was May of last year that he passed away. So it, was, it wasn't that long ago.
0: Um, but yeah, Hologram Man, you really just can't, people haven't seen that. Maybe it's on Tubi? I don't know. I this, just, uh,
1: this one isn't. It's not, unfortunately oh, it's no. not. So American Kickboxer 2 is on Tubi, but Hologram oh, Man isn't. So, But I believe it is on YouTube. And it, it Okay, is. that's
0: fine, that's fine.
1: Yeah. I mean, this movie starts the way this and and, and actually one of the other things, too, I, I should mention, it has a running time of about 100 minutes. Usually for me, 100 minutes is bad. This mm-hmm. one, actually, it works. I, I, I mean, it could have been shorter. I think it could have been 10 minutes shorter. But it's not like if you see 100 minutes, and you're like, I never do over 100. This might be one to make an exception for, I think. Or it's, what, it's definitely what Hollow is 100 minutes? Yes, yeah, so it says a uh, hundred <laughs> uh, hour forty one minutes, so it's a yeah
0: went by faster than that.
1: Right, exactly. It it feels it it, it plays like a, a a ninety minute film. I think it's really that good. And I mean, it starts the way the film starts is like you're in this like, you know, nineteen nineties, but it's supposed to be the future L A. You know, there's a shootout with like John Amos with a big gun and Joe oh, Loro yeah. shooting, and then I, I is it I can't remember if it's Laurie or somebody else in his gang who shows up in a car with like spiked. <laughs> Movies start from PM, whether it's this one or um, we were talking about Skyscraper and we're talking about T-Force. Sometimes the openings to these these movies are just it's almost bigger than like like when you're it's kind of like the James Bond thing, right, where it's like he ends the the. He starts the movie with the, the end of the last mission and, or the end of a, of a previous mission. And it's this huge, big action thing. It's like PM does the same thing with their movies. And the really good ones have these really great scenes. And I think this one starts off this way. And then Lurie just goes. I mean, he just just goes for it. It's the baddie. He just really, really chews up the scenery.
2: Yeah, in a great kind of way. And it's his. Um, would you say that what Killing Zone is to Malibu, Hologram Man is to Lurie? Yeah. Yeah. Because- yeah. because it's his moment in the sun like it's his time to shine so um instead so what better way to do that is in this sort of techno thriller which was pretty big at the time with movies like virtuosity right die
0: yes i can yes, uh, talk about virtuosity all day it'd be um, a 4 hour podcast how <laughs> awesome the movie is
2: so, you know, if Hollywood was doing stuff like Virtuosity and um, I don't know what else. Ugh. Johnny Mnemonic? Johnny, yeah, Johnny Mnemonic, uh, maybe to a certain extent the Terminator movies. Terminator, like Terminator Time Cop. Time like Cop. Like so that. this is yeah. PM's kind of answer to that. So it's like an action movie with a bit of sci-fi, kind of like Dark Breed, but, um, you know, with that Jack Scalia. But this, you know, is their kind of answer to those kind of movies? And who better? to play Slash Gallagher than the great Evan Murray. So, you know.
0: I just remember when I first watched Hologram Man, it was like, can this be any better? I mean, it's
2: just like... <laughs> well, that opening thing, you're always talking about the cars blowing up. Yeah, I mean,
0: so many cars blew up. Well, I mean, it's just like Hard Justice, which I've talked about a million times. Like, 45 cars blow up. It's like... I can't... I need to stop. You know, you stop making movies. This is it. It's just like... I like that they steal the footage uh Matt in um, Merchant of Death. You ever see that with Michael Paré? Oh yes, they, yes. They just steal the footage of Hard Justice. And it's like they kind of cut to Michael Paré while there's hard justice footage <laughs> they try to match it. The big nice try. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I think I mean I think that's one of the things I think sometimes with PM is that they would sometimes like, you know, okay, we we flipped a car in this movie, we'll flip we'll, we'll we'll use that footage to flip a car in another. But you know, I think for these ones that are really good, like they put together some stuff in in these opening sequence. I mean, Recoil is another one we were talking about, like that we, we you know we both had close to our number ones, or or um, or, or um, uh, Sweeper, right? Because Sweeper, it's actually the, the scene is Jeff Fahey in, in the big like action sequence that happens at the beginning. Um, yeah, it's it, it's the kind of thing that again, I I don't think you see like when you watch modern DTV, they don't. Open a film the way that, that you know, and I think part right. of it is no, they don't want to spend the money. They don't want to risk the lives of the Sun people, which I guess is maybe commendable, but it, they don't they don't get you, pull you in the way. I mean, again, we're talking about this movie being over 100 minutes, but because it pulls you in so well to start with, you, like you said, Ty, you don't really feel like you're doing 100 minutes.
0: No, not at all. But I, did you say what your number one was? I forget. So mine's
1: Hologram Man as well. Yeah. I've oh. The same oh, it number is. One, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think Hold this yeah I, I i think i think it's one of those things maybe it was kind of one of those things for both of us where we these this one and skyscraper for malibu were yeah. were two that were really high on our pm list exactly and yeah so i think we probably knew going in that those might be but but yeah this one's a little different than than skyscraper because skyscraper it's like Malibu's more of like a traditional part that he usually plays where he's kind of not the biggest star but he's he's really like building the foundation or you know, part of propping up the film and making it really good whereas this one here lori i mean i think other than kick american kickboxer too i can't think of another movie where he's like out in front i mean I guess t-force right but he you know he's, he's the he's the main baddie in t-force but not to the degree that he is here in hologram man
0: yeah that's a good point can't agree more on that one so, so yeah i that was good that we have um a lot of overlap in this one and you said you had a uh uh extra one
1: <laughs> no no so my honorable mention oh, to, yeah, was, was operation cobra <laughs> slash um uh you know well, well so technically my honorable mention for for um for for malibu was t-force that was kind of the, oh okay
0: that's interesting so yeah. it all kind of comes together in a way yeah yeah, yeah we covered all the the classic ground uh yeah. for these yeah. guys <laughs> yeah
1: um, and then yeah operation cobra was my honorable mention for lori which you, you guys had on your list so uh so we covered that one as well yeah. Well, yeah. All right. yeah. yeah. So, well, any, any final thoughts on, on either of these guys? Well, um,
0: well here, I think you can't really, you got to love them when you're on screen. Yeah. So. Right, and In the '90s would be the
2: on same yeah, They put a, yeah, exactly. They put a smile yeah. on your face. '90s wouldn't be the same. Yeah, uh, There's all part of the colorful characters that were around at that time that make it so addictive to keep going back to these movies and talking about
0: them. I mean, yeah. where would we be without them? You know, we need the Evan Lurry's, the Malibus, the Joe Lara's, the Richards. The <laughs> okay, we'll do <laughs> the names <laughs> again. But um, yeah,
2: no, but but what you're saying is true. I mean, it's uh, that's what makes these things worth
0: watching. These movies. We're just lucky too, I think.
2: Yeah, because we have access to them now. Yeah, we have
0: mostly know. access to just about any of these movies. Yes, it could be might not be on Tubi or YouTube, but they're around if you look.
1: So,
2: yeah, so it's definitely golden age as far as that. But there's always another one. Like it took us a long time to get to and you know to find Enter the Blood Ring, but we eventually yeah. did. So you know, just keep looking. It took a and couple then... of
0: years, you know, but it was worth it. Well, eh, basically worth it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's that's pretty much all I got. That's all
0: I got, Matt. Yeah. Anything else you want to say?
1: No, I think I'm kind of, you know, saying just to kind of, you know, yeah, kind of um, piggyback on what you guys were saying. I think we we you know, we're always kind of in this this mode where I don't want to say we're trashing modern DTV and saying, you know, mm. that the late 80s, early 90s was great. But it's just like there's something about that period that worked on so many levels. And this is just another element of how that worked, that like there there are no Evan Lori Malibu types that are in these movies that. That you know that like and 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 you could even put you could name a whole bunch of people that kind of you go go down the list from you know Laurie in, in Malibu I mean someone like a Mike Monty in mm-hmm. uh, Philippine action films right like you know there there is no Mike you know when, when movies are shot in Thailand today there's no Mike Monty that's like you know
2: but, there's no the, Nick you know, Nicholson you know right, Nick yeah. Nicholson was you know definitely a character. Anything with an alliteration for a name. It's like... <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, Nick Monty, Nick Nicholson, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's
1: it there's something about like
0: Willie Williams. Right? Oh yeah, that's another one. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it's it it's it's there's something about these these guys um who even if they weren't the the main star, like like Malibu and, and Evan Lurie, that held up a film in a way that... that then, you know, when you had the big stars, so it was obviously in Hologram Man, it was about Lori. But yeah, when you think about Skyscraper, you know, that, that's a movie that really, it really shouldn't be as great a movie as it is. It, <laughs> that's
2: true. That's it really it kind no of right defy the be. odds in yeah. that yeah. Sense.
1: Exactly. <laughs> that's no right to be. I mean, it should just exist for the. The, the novelty of having Anna Nicole Smith in it. That's really all it should be. And we as PM fans should just be thinking of it as a novelty. The fact that it, it, it makes top 10 lists in a lot of cases. I think I think when Bulletproof Action did their top 10 PM, it was on their, their top 10 list as well. It's, it's kind of universally understood to be that great for PM. And PM has so many great ones. It's because of guys like Lori and Malibu in you know, the PM stable that that made their stuff as good. You know, in addition to the fact that they went, you know, balls to the wall with the action part of it, that, you know, they had big names like Daniels, Llamas, you know, uh, Don the Dragon. The fact that they even had these kinds of guys that just sort of added to the the flavor um, that made it work. It's just another reason why this period of time, this, you know, sort of late 80s into the early 90s is is just this golden age that we, we just may never see again.
2: Right, right. Because you're absolutely it, like, right. Because if you think about the closest person that we have today is not even close, which is like Dave Batista. Right. You know, he'd be like the closest we've got, but he just doesn't have the – the to me, he doesn't have it. You know, like Malibu and Evan have it. You, you you want to see them, whereas Dave Batista's is just kind of like a lead weight. You know, it just <laughs> – it, it doesn't have that fun factor that Evan and Malibu had. They, so they, even the closest we've got it. these yeah. days is not even close.
0: Can't, wow, that's perfectly
2: said.
1: Yeah, because you think about it, right? With how big the WWE is, which at that time was the WWF. Like, well, as
0: I still call it, WWF. I don't yeah, know so it's quite, I probably like should
1: have, too. Yeah, all right, that's perfect. <laughs> then we're all in agreement with keep calling it WWF. It's like, you know, be, yeah, forget that. Yeah, it's it's like they should be able to just pull wrestlers out. And, and and some of them work as leads, right? Like you can get like, you know, like um um you know, some of them them do well as the lead in a film
0: sometimes. Like but John Cena or
2: well, I mean Piper was the original. Piper, that's, that's the original. Piper, and yeah, well, of course Hulk Hogan, but Yeah, uh,
0: yeah Piper but is lead the But now the DTV, they have The Miz and <laughs> right, The yeah. Miz and the know, there's other people these are our truth, I don't know. Just like <laughs> <laughs> all noise people.
1: Yeah, and, and and they just don't seem to work the way that like a Malibu did, um, or the exactly. way that an Evan Lurie did. And I think it's it, it, who knows. I mean, we could come up with any kind of reasons why. But I mean, I mean, PM Entertainment movies were, were were pumped out pretty quickly. Yes, I don't think they had the same cynicism, like you were saying, Brett. That they didn't have the cynicism that today's DTV tends to have, where it's just like slap some names on the cover, throw some pitched action scenes, throw some double crosses
2: in, and put it out there. You know? Yeah,
0: that's all. That's all they had. It's like Extraction had like a million double crosses. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, like, yeah, uh, that's another
2: newer. Uh, uh, uh Bruce, not to go. Back I to wonder
0: that. if DB Sweeney <laughs> might be evil. Oh, no. I <laughs> wonder that yeah. maybe not. Yeah, if it's... you hire DB Sweeney, he's gonna be hanging around a little bit longer, so it might be something going on. Wow. yeah, <laughs> well, like, yeah. yeah.
1: To, to what extent can they out it things aren't what they seem us, right? Like, you know,
0: like <laughs> right. yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, Wait, so DB, what's the DB stand for? Is it Dave Batista Sweeney? Or just like yes? Yeah. Okay, now we're getting into the realm of absurdity. Okay, again. we should probably let you go then. <laughs> well, let's, yeah, let's let's. Why don't we wrap it
1: up and get some yeah. plugs?
2: In. <laughs> on that note,
1: yeah, yeah, on yeah that that note. note. We'll, we'll,
0: go, we'll start working on the plugs. Okay, come um, that's Come on, it's. Up the website, and we have the podcast. So you are a frequent collaborator, um, Time action rocks on Instagram. Eh, that's basically uh, Twitter, Facebook. <laughs> yeah all the same places as
2: usual so yeah just look up comeuppance reviews and yeah they'll find us
0: whatever.
1: yep that? yeah and i was gonna say because i think as we're recording this your most recent episode was um the one with was it rage and raw rage, uh, Ra-
2: rage raw yes,
1: rage which was a, it was a fantastic episode but i think oh, oh, by you. the time this comes out you'll probably have another one dropping, uh, yeah, dropping.
2: february 1st we will be dropping our latest episode which yes. um
0: well, should we say? Yeah, all right. Cause you're a freaking collaborator. It's called The Perfect Out. And it has all the movies that were perfect and all the movies that the, the word out. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: excellent so yeah. that will be out I think because this this podcast will be out, out February <laughs> 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 right so we're um we're gonna be posting this podcast on I think the
0: 8th of February
2: oh okay, okay um, so that will be out before this so okay. people can check that out or any of our past episodes which are around on iTunes around, and iTunes, other places
0: Spotify and then you'll be back on for I think February or maybe Leo Fong we'll figure that out oh no yeah. oh it's Robert Zadar. we're doing Robert zadar
1: because the Darn list, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then I'm, I'm, horrible. yeah, and then, um, uh, on on, on on Facebook, there was a suggestion that we should do, um, uh,
2: Matthias Hughes for, yeah, um, I told, them, yes, uh, I told the yes. pre-
0: totally yeah. on board for that, yeah, so. that's yeah. a good
2: idea, and that is yeah. something we should
0: work on, yeah, yeah, Hughes so are think... you, or something like that, I don't know, I'm thinking of the <laughs> yeah. wacky titles now, but, <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, and I think, um,
1: I think, yeah, so I think those episodes that you guys do where you do like the two. Yeah, like, like we do the title, kind of the grouping oh, by title. Yeah, um, yeah the
2: combo episodes. Combo we apps. Call we call them combo apps.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're always a lot of fun because it's oh, like. Thanks you know i think one it's just it's, it's kind of you know you, you get this you know this thing from that time period where it's like all these movies just had you know just like slap names together and call it good um, and and it's interesting because nowadays it it again it like going back to that idea of the cynicism that like back you know i mean it was probably just a cynical back then you know they were like let's just call it raw something and put it on in look on the on the the, the tape shell somebody wants to see the word raw they i think it's going to be great you know or something like that or rage you know it's going to be great there's something fun about it as well that like you're 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 into these kind of movies and you're just like yeah you know however many of them have raw in the title and you start talking about the different ones and the different things that happen in the movie and it's it's, i think it's always a lot of fun
2: oh thanks i appreciate
0: that well we've got more to come so yeah so we'll be and we'll be back on your show you'll be back on our show it'll be a
2: lot of fun yes the, yeah, the we, collaborations will continue. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, think, I think that's
1: the thing. I think you guys are, I, I don't think of it as like a, a guest on the show, but more like a collaboration. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think we
2: said we that say in too, an earlier yeah. episode. Yeah, it's more yeah. of a yeah. collaboration than than like just having a guest, you know. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's more fun. Yeah, that, we worked like that together way.
1: quite a bit, and we kind of developed a kind of a, yeah, I, I think these lists, I think people are enjoying these lists, because I think it's, it gives them a kind of a a good place to, like, if they've never seen the movies, it gives them a place to start, if they, it's been a while since they've seen them, they go back and check them out, like, oh, I, yeah, I didn't, I don't remember that one being as good, but let me go check it out.
2: Yeah, because that happens, you know, you go back and rewatch like, an American Kickboxer two, and you'll probably discover new funny things you didn't exactly, know before. Yeah,
1: it, so, Which is on Tubi, just to, to let people awesome. know. Awesome,
0: that's yeah. great, that's a great way to end it, watch it on Tubi, and, uh, well, the quote Shakespeare. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> to
2: be or not to be.
0: Yes, <laughs> perfect, yeah, <laughs> to be or not. That's why. That's how they called it. That's on Shakespeare. Well, I thought it was
2: the TV. Shakespeare Channel at first when it, you know yeah. first came on the scene, but right. Uh, yeah. um, so you know, maybe that would be a good place to wrap it up. I don't okay. know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. no Thank problem. Thank you guys again for you coming on. Down. Thank you everybody for listening, and um, yeah, we'll be back soon. Bye. Everybody. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.